In order to have a successful business, you must know why you want your business. What's the purpose behind it? What got you inspired to want your own business? There will be plenty of setbacks and difficulties, challenges in your business, but if you have a big enough reason to keep your business going, that will get you through anything. I think the most important reason to have a business is because you want to have an impact, a positive impact on other people. It might be just one other person or a small group of people, perhaps in your city or your state. It doesn't have to be an idea or a concept to change the world. Just an idea that will allow you to change many people's lives. I've seen it a lot lately. People are starting their own businesses, whether it be Etsy, or selling on Amazon, selling on eBay, or doing a number of other things to be able to have their own business, maybe even just a Facebook marketplace. There's a lot of money that can be made in owning your own business. I think a lot of people are, the intent is just to have some side income, which is admirable, noble, it's wonderful. Running your own business can be pretty daunting though. There's a lot to learn. I've mentioned in a previous episode that I've had a number of businesses, perhaps eight to 10 businesses in my lifetime. I started my first business, I guess, kind of a business, a paper out that I had when I was in my 11, 12 years old, something like that. And I had that for a couple of years. It was a business in the sense of I had to collect money, pay money. I, it was, there's a lot of things that way, but not really truly my own business, but it was, got me, you know, collecting money each month and paying expenses and really got me think, thinking about money that could be made if I expanded my paper route and if I collected appropriately and, and how I treated customers and things like that. In my late teens, I had a business that was uh, with, with a partner. I've mentioned this before as well, that uh, really I didn't make a dime, but I had some valuable lessons about telemarketing, about dealing with customers as well, and, and about distractions, quite candidly. I've had, uh, I, my wife and I both bought an Allstate insurance uh, office in 2006. We bought two of them, you know, one in February, and then we bought another one in December of 2006. We learned a ton. And I want to share some of those principles with you right now of the things that we've learned over the years with different businesses. First and foremost, businesses require sales. And if you're not a salesperson, no problem. Hire someone who is, uh, whether that be an independent contractor or someone, you know, off of just a, 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 if you have a, a website. In addition to sales, you're going to need some really good tools to be able to help your business succeed. I'd suggest that you're going to need probably a free CRM a, a system that allows you to keep track of your customers, those that are buying from you, potential customers, that type of thing. You want to be able to track that very carefully. Additionally, when you're running your own business, it's important that you're working on it daily, even just for a few minutes. Consistent daily effort will pay a lot of dividends. I also encourage a strong social media president presence. Find ways to put yourself on LinkedIn, if it makes sense, or Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. There's quite a few formats out there. Make sure that you're availing yourself of those formats. Look at podcasting or blogging, but find what will happen if, if more than likely is that you'll try a number of things and see which ones succeed really well and then put more time and money into those. It's called small bets. Try a number of things. Be very open. Try things that you'd never normally try. And then as they succeed, put more and more money in those efforts. I remember when we opened our insurance office, we saw some insurance agents that were having great success with yellow pages at the time. 
other agents were having some great success with door-to-door, going door-to-door knocking and, and soliciting people that way. Others had great success telemarketing. It was interesting. There's so many different approaches and many of them worked, many didn't. But the best way for you to find out what will succeed with your product or your service is to go out and try many different things with small bets and to make sure that you couple that with your ability to sell. Good luck. As I finished up that last segment of talking about business ownership, I realized that you probably should know a few other things that are really vital for business ownership. So here's a little bonus for you. The Allstate, the first one that we bought, took seven months of negotiation, licensing, uh, whatever you could possibly imagine. My wife and I, I think I ended up getting four or five different licenses just for that office, but I had to take multiple tests and I'm not a test taker. I failed multiple times, spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars in testing and training. And uh, we had to hire employees before our doors were even open. We had to go through the office and understand how it worked and meet all the, um, for about 30 days before we even opened the office, we were in there working without collecting a paycheck. It was a, an absolute uh, leverage everything and see what works type of a principle. It was very difficult, but it was worth it in the long run. It took a few years, too, after we opened it to be able to be somewhat successful. I took a huge pay decrease for about three years before we saw some income and then ultimately sold it for a really good profit, paid off a lot of debt, and it worked out well. But during that time, it was very, very difficult. So I won't sugarcoat that business ownership can be very challenging. Uh, when we bought our second one, uh, did well for a little bit and we had some struggles and we just went through a lot of learning business ownership. One of the p- key principles that I didn't mention already is employees. We found that hiring phenomenal employees was well worth paying them whatever it took. We typically would pay our employees 20, 30, 40% more than some of our competitors so that we could attract top talent and help them leverage our business. As a result, about five years into owning our businesses, we got to the point where most of our customers were on automatic payments. A lot of the challenges and stresses we were able to get rid of, um, and we hired the right people, put the right systems in place, and basically had our business on autopilot so that my last six to eight months or so in business ownership with those offices, I was actually able to get a master's degree while I was at my business because the business was pretty much on autopilot. So I was able to study and prepare. I hope you learned quite a bit about running your own business. Obviously, if you'd like more information, I'd be glad to talk to you about business ownership or any other challenges you might be having. And as always, feel free to follow our other podcasts, Thriving Together, if you want a better family relationship, better marriage, or you can check out Traveling Together podcast. And that's if you'd like to travel around the country, around the world give you some ideas about how to do so and where to go. Good luck. And again, feel free to subscribe, to rate, to review, or share this podcast or any of my other podcasts. Thanks. Bye-bye.